With Montana News, I'm Erica Zurich. The dust has settled after a historic legislative session. Montana's governor has now set a benchmark for measuring the success of his campaign promise to lead the state's comeback from the pandemic. Montana Public Radio's Shaley Rager reports. Last summer, amid the throes of the COVID-19 pandemic, then-Republican gubernatorial candidate Greg Gianforte made a pledge. I'm Greg Gianforte, and I'm ready to lead Montana's comeback. Gianforte arrived in the governor's office with Republicans holding ironclad majorities in the House and Senate. Voters got to see his so-called Montana comeback plan in action. Gianforte's office confirmed 19 bills introduced during the 2021 session were tied directly to that plan. Nearly all of those bills passed. So how will we know if Gianforte's comeback plan works? Gianforte says he'll use one primary indicator to determine success. How many jobs exist in the state of Montana over $50,000 a year. And we benchmarked Q4 of 2020, and our goal this year is to add 10,000 jobs in Montana over $50,000. And I think that's an achievable goal. The comeback plan strives to boost the state's economy, cut taxes, roll back regulations, expand concealed carry of firearms, and restrict access to abortion, among other social and fiscal policies. Gianforte says measuring his planned success by that $50,000 wage benchmark is somewhat arbitrary, but it sets the goal of adding jobs above the state's average wage. Gianforte's $10,000 job goal equals about 2% of the state's current workforce. Carly Urban is an economist at Montana State University and studies how public policy influences behavior. She says that $50,000 wage measuring stick is useful for looking at how well the state's middle class is doing. Urban notes that a $50,000 salary is much different in Bozeman than, say, Superior. She says it may not be feasible for jobs in rural places to pay that much. I'd really be curious to see at present day how many of those are in the more populated areas versus some of the more rural areas. Gianforte's goal of boosting the state's economy is aided by roughly $2 billion in stimulus funds from the federal government. Gianforte says that money will help Montana, but that the federal government is fiscally irresponsible for spending it. Urban says it'll be difficult in the coming years to determine cause and effect when it comes to Gianforte's policies or federal funding. If you're saying like, hey, labor force participation went up by blah, it's like, why? Well, this the federal government kicked in this much money and there was this part of the plan and then there was this. Urban says other policies will be simple to measure, like Gianforte's incentive program to increase teacher salaries, another to get people into trades education, and his overarching goal to bring more people to the state. One sector of the economy that continues to spur growth in Montana, even during the pandemic, is the high-tech industry. Christina Henderson is executive director of the Montana High Tech Business Alliance, a trade group Gianforte helped found when he was a tech entrepreneur. We've been able to, for the last seven years, say that high tech is growing seven times the overall Montana economy. It pays twice the median wage. And last year in 2020 represented $2.9 billion in revenue. Henderson is citing recent survey results found by the Alliance and the Bureau of Business and Economic Research at the University of Montana. Henderson says the tech industry is growing and will benefit from the recent tax cuts backed by Gianforte. However, some members of the High Tech Alliance are concerned that socially conservative policies like those targeting LGBTQ Montanans will push new businesses and workers away from Montana. Many of their clients and partners are 
part of industries that care deeply um, and have strong policies in favor of diversity and inclusion. Others question how the plan for Montana's comeback will help low-income residents. According to state data released in May of 2021, the median yearly wage in Montana is under $38,000. Heather O'Loughlin, co-director of the Montana Budget and Policy Center, says the new tax cuts disproportionately benefit the wealthy and could impact the state's ability to pay for government assistance programs. I think there is a lot of question about what those bills might meet in the long term. O'Loughlin says housing costs, the lack of access to childcare and behavioral health could disincentivize new workers from coming to Montana and hold current low-income workers back. The challenges we're facing with housing, I imagine that there are also some real barriers to families and, and the cost of living here in Montana. It may take years to see the full impact of policies from Gianforte's comeback plan, and some tax cuts won't go into effect until 2024, while other laws are being challenged in court. In the meantime, Gianforte's office has rolled out a campaign to ask Montanas who've left the state to return home. These are our kids and our grandkids. We've been exporting them for too long, and frankly, we want them back. Gianforte's comeback plan says when there's more good-paying jobs, those kids and grandkids will come back. Only time will tell if his invitations to return are answered. I'm Shaylee Rager, Montana Public Radio News.